Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Ray. Um, good evening, Ray. Good evening, all. Good evening, Ray. What got, well, you're, now, you're sounding muffled. Am I? Yes. Oh, is, this, oh, is this the Ray that's always muffled? Oh, it's, no, no, it's muffled no, no, Ray, of course. The thing is, he hasn't that. called us for so long, and then he's just started getting back in the calling groove again in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten, yes, it's muffled Ray. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's just accept that his, his phone is made of cardboard. Unbelievable. When are they going to make a cardboard telephone? That's got to be the next thing, isn't it? Anyone? Hello? No, I've got nothing. OK, me neither. Well, let's move on. The comedy <laughs> cul-de-sac, let's stop. <laughs> Um, right, okay. Uh, Have you ever had a moustache? No. You'd look good with a moustache. You're a big man, but you're out of shape. No, you're a big man, but you're out of shape. Oh, oh. No, you are a big man, but you're out of shape. You'd look great with a moustache. He's got a sort of big face, hasn't he? That, that looks like... Unbelievable. No, I don't... It's not an insult. I'm genuinely... But you, if he had a moustache, imagine how much more muffled he'd sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, I've just got back into my groove to, to ring back in. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I've, cause, um, I've gone a bit stalkerish again. Go on, what's happened? Um, I've just got tickets for London. Yay! Uh, Shrews- Shrewsbury and Bath. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank God someone's coming to Dorset because no one else is. <laughs> Could you do us a favour if you come into uh, Shaftesbury, not Shrewsbury? Oh, Shaftesbury, I meant, I meant Shaftesbury. If you come into Shaftesbury, could you like move about a fair bit in the seat <laughs> just so that we feel like there are people there? You know, like in Neighbours when they used to have a party and there'd be the same five people walking back and forth. <laughs> well, well, I'm coming with a friend, so we'll sit one yes. either side. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Shaftesbury's going to be funny because it's a lunchtime. It's a shorter show. I think that's reflected in the ticket prices. I can't quite remember how much we're charging for it, but I think we're, I think we're, um, 
uh, we, we're virtually giving it away. Um, um, uh, but it's part of a fringe, and we were doing it to see if just doing it to try something a little bit different. You know, I think we've broken even on that already. Whenever we'll might go and see. Um, look at that! Yeah, we've sold uh, twenty nine tickets now out of a hun- out of one hundred and fifty eight. Wow, we got a show. Flipping! How much? Well, hang, how much we charge? Maybe we're charging too much. How much are we charging? Hang on. Um, I think I paid seventy six pounds each a ticket. Shut your face! It, it's eight, <laughs> mate. It's eight. It's eight quid a ticket. There he is, right at the top there. Ray bought his tickets um, on the third of June. Well done. It, oh, it's eight quid a ticket to see the guy who came third in I'm a Celebrity 2017. Eight quid. Eight quid. For goodness sakes, what's your problem? Eight quid. I'm just releasing five. London is sold out, but I'm just releasing five more tickets. There are now five tickets left for London on June the 23rd and 131 tickets left for July the 6th. There we go. How, how does that work? So. How does that work? Well, you what happens told- is, is you buy a ticket and then you come to a show, you present the ticket at the door and that and entitles, you you, entitles you to a show. Doesn't, no, not necessarily I mean, a good one. No. I mean, if you've sold out a show, how can you then find more tickets to sell if it's already because sold out? You, because sometimes I set a slightly, particularly for this venue in London, I set a slightly lower ticket amount than is actually available. So oh. this, this venue holds 100 I set it for 90. We sold it at 90. I've just added five more and we'll probably have five comps because my sister wants to come and I'm like a couple of other people. So, so there's five more tickets. Nice. That's how it works. That's show business. The one thing I wanted to ask you... Are you, um, dr- are you drunk? No, I've not had one single drink tonight. You said five. <laughs> are, are you high on drugs? No. Nope. You're a little bit slurry. What's going on now? What? I'm on medication. I'm on strong medication. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do I need to walk this back? No, I'm going to carry on walk. Oh, yeah, James Coburn, of course, would have been a great Bond. Um, uh, uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm going to embrace it. What, what are your meds? What, are you on Tramadol or something? Um, no, I, uh, last week I was out at a comedy do with my, my son and my feet, my feet, Bloomed up out of nowhere. Oh, it's literally twice the size. No. What is it? Elephantitis. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not funny. Because I was out yesterday and I, I was wearing sort of flip floppy type thing, and someone came up to me. She must have been in the sixties and told me I had elephant feet. Oh, cheeky man. <laughs> so did, did, now, when you say you're out with your, your kid and it just ballooned up, I mean, was it literally you were there looking at it, was going, or, or, or was it just a bit tight when you got home? What, how did? It, how fast was this ballooning? Well, I was. I was. We were. We were sitting down watching the show, and I felt sort of just a little bit of pain in my in my feet. Didn't think much of it. Then noticed um, at the on the at the break that they had Hank? sort of swollen up a bit. But yeah. I was wearing sort of trainers and everything, so it didn't take too much uh, notice. But then when I got home an hour or so later, it took me twenty minutes to get my trainers off. Yes. Wow! And we've actually got the this is we've got a recording, an actual recording of, of um, of Ray's feet growing. It sounded like this. There we go. That's Ray's feet growing. Um, hey, f- um, blown up feet? No, no. Uh... No laughing matter. I remember I'm not having laughing. very, very, very swollen feet when I was pregnant, and it was not fun. So what they th- what's it caused it? Have you been bitten by like a nuclear spider or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I was in agony. I've uh, got so another. Hang on a minute. I've got. I'm not making. <laughs> that was the sound. This is why we got struck off. <laughs> I think I've got. I think I might have. No, hang on. I think I've got. Might have another recording. Hang on. 
Do you, no. mind, do you mind this? I'm trying to examine this patient. Here we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> this is quite tricky. <laughs> that was the big toe. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is. Uh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, oh, hang on. Boy, if you don't get. What? <laughs> oh, no! Oh, 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 I saw where that was going. The words came up on the screen. Wow, I think we dumped that. Double dumped that. Flipping it, Ray. You're taking me into some very... Here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This is an actual recording of Ray's feet. Be careful. Growing. Oh, sorry. That one's... Well, that... Here we go. Oh, jeez. Here we go. That's the left one. And... That's the middle toe. Hang on a minute. Well, these will be good. Hang on a minute. There we go. Here we go. Is it? That was it. That was your foot. Um, that was your foot growing, right? So, sorry, you're not going to die, are you? Well, no. I went, I went to A and E um, and saw a couple of doctors there, um, and, and one of them said uh, the problem was I, I was wearing these. I was wearing these Dutch shoes. Um, so anyway, he ended up he ended up popping my clogs. He ended up what? He ended up popping my clogs. Oh. Hang on, so are you... Is that a joke? Well, that was, but they, uh, my feet are... Are your feet... Are your feet swollen? Yes. And I know, we've got, a record, we've got a recording of it happening as well. Oh, really? This is it. This is, this is, that was the left one. Here's the right one. Oh, it sounds nasty, doesn't it? Sounds like your bum in reverse. So, what did they? What caused it? Did you find out? They, no. So, I was in hosp- I was in hospital five hours that Friday night. They gave me some uh, strong antibiotics. Uh, three days later, I was in so much pain, I went back again. Uh, and the doctors at another hospital then said, uh, "We think we think you've got the infection. Thanks yeah. very much." Uh, and so they just doubled. <laughs> they doubled the medication. So the, the medication that didn't work the first time, they just said, "Well, take double. That'll work." Um, and that, that's... Are you that's sure this fine. was a doctor, not just some bloke that was hanging about? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So now I'm down to my last six tablets before I run out, and they, they are a little better, but they, I'm still Are they, agony. though, or are you just getting used to the size? <laughs> God. Uh, mm, I've not been able to wear shoes for nine days. Blimey. Here we go. Is <laughs> his left foot the right one. There we go, that's it. That's what you do. Oh, Just get a pin, heat it on a match, shove it in. You, Can I get a refund? That will fix it. <laughs> get, get a pin, heat it up, shove it in. That will sort you out, I promise. I promise. Yeah, that's probably the best advice I've had so far. Ray, thank you very much indeed. I know stuff. I know stuff. 0344 499 1000. What I know is that Nigel is coming up after this. Yeah. The late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, What's and the completely unorthodox exactly. with Rule Free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Ah, suddenly it's half past twelve. We got through... Another show, we've got to see Lauren is calling in, we've got Nigel's going to be on in a second, we got through another show, um, the lunchtime meeting I had tomorrow is cancelled, um, which is dis- well, it's kind of disappointing because it's with a, the, the, the book man, ah. but it means I can have a little bit of a line, but then my point, my, I've made, an, I've been putting this off and putting it off and putting it off till I can put it off no more, five o'clock tomorrow I'm meeting with the pension guy to say to him, He'll say, Ian, you've not put anything in your pension for the last 18 months. And I'll say, well, no, it's getting divorced, buying a house. Okay, well, how much do you think you can start putting in now? 50 50 pence a month? About £39 I just got from (laughs) Glasgow. Oh, God, money. Money getting old and dying or poor, not paying your mortgage anymore. I didn't have a pension for, what, two years when we first started here because I'd gone from being looked after by the BBC to having to sort myself out. And um, it took a little while for me to get like financially stable again. Going freelance yeah. is the thing because you've got to start paying your like saving up for your own tax and stuff. But I've got my own pension now, and it took me a little while to find the right bloke because it does because I didn't want to be lectured. I wanted someone to talk to me, like you know, explain stuff to me, so I understood it. But I and I wanted to be able to trust them. I didn't want to just go right, yeah, uh, just take whatever. So I've got this really good bloke now who um, who has has been really patient, but also um, doesn't treat me like a moron, which is all good. My dad referred me to this guy who looks after his finances, and he was sort of bit lecturing us. Not having that. Not having that. Dave, um, uh, the quiz question favourite: the first person to play James Bond. Right? Who was it? Now. The, the answer you want me to give is... Uh, oh, oh, you know. Is you fell a niven. No, it, no, it's not, because it wouldn't be. He didn't play it till quite much later. Mm. Connery was already playing it. No, there was someone before Connery. Or George Lazenby. Sorry? George Lazenby. I'm going to ignore that. There was someone before Connery. Not in movies. Ah. Right. Oh, I know. Bob Holness. In South African radio. Yeah. But I don't think it was Bob Holness. I think it was a guy called... I think it was an American actor called Barry Nelson. So Bob Holness, well, I don't know what year it was. I think Barry Nelson pipped Bob Holness at the post. I think he was he did it a little bit a little bit earlier. Um so 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 there. Yeah. Right. So Barry Nelson played um Bond on the 21st of October, 1954. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, Bob Holnett... Remember that date? What date did I say? 1954? Yeah, what month? Oh. oh flipping it, man. Yes! Yes! Careful. Ba-dum! Careful oh, yeah, with the yeah. pants Bob Holnett... I'm right! I'm right again! Even I had to Google myself. 
I'm right again. So Barry Nelson played him in 1954. Uh, Bob Holness played him in 1956. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please, will you welcome to the stage the fact master, the man who knows, the human Google. This guy really has got to be seen to be believed. Any question, he knows the answer. You want a fact, he's got it somewhere in his memory banks. You will never have to type out words on a keyboard, computer keyboard ever again. This guy knows the shit. Although if you introduce him to someone that he was speaking to more than two days ago, he will not recognise them. Dave's, Dave's getting very close to getting blocked on Twitter and being um, banned. Nigel's gone. Where, Nigel, where have you gone? Can we try and get Nigel back, please? Dave is, is very, very, uh, very cl- close to being blocked on Twitter and banned from this show. Why? Because he's the one who said the first one played James Bond was... Um, Holness. Was Bob Holness. And I've said, no, it's not, it's Barry Nelson. And he's replied, Barry Nelson is correct, but he was called Jimmy Bond. Oh. I'll, I'll piss off. <gasps> Get stuffed. Oh, come on, let's Barry Nelson was called Jimmy Bond. What was Jimmy, Jimmy short for? James. He played, he was playing, because he was in Casino Royale. Get lost, Dave. You make me puke. Scumbag makes me puke. It was Jimmy Bond. Oh right, okay. Right. Oh no, that's not the man we're looking for. We were looking for James Bond. No. Oh no, this is Jimmy Bond. No, no, no. This is not the guy that we're looking for. It's someone different. Master disguise. Yeah, different name. Different name. Different name. I, I despair. People don't I know, deserve but you know this. the thing is, you cover it up so well. Thank you, thank you, Catherine. I'm Very a great, patient man. I'm a great human. Oh, we didn't play past the pud. Get it out. Let's see if the um, battery still works because oh. it's been in there a while. All right, Nigel, we're playing past the pud. Okay. Hang on. So what do we do now? Pass it. To to whom? Nigel. Nigel, you take the pud. Pardon? Take my pud. Take the what? Hold my pud. Hold the pud. Hold my pud. It looks like oh, oh dear. I've got it. So I got. I have to ask a question. Pass the poo, I thought you said. No, don't pass poo. poo. That's very unsanitary. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Oh. Pass the poo. Who was the first person to play James Bond? Well, I know that. It was Barry Nigel Nelson. Sorry? It was Nigel from Maystone. No, it wasn't. You were not the first person to play... Um... Oh, hold my pud, Nigel. I don't know who it was. Who it, it Hold was Nigel. Ian Ogilvy. Ian Ogilvy. Hold my pud. Carry on. Hold my pud. Hold my foot. Will no, you grab his I'm pudding, not, for touch, heaven's sake? I'm not touching your foot. Hold my pudding. Hold my pudding. You yes. Pull we, my plonker. Put your hands out and close your eyes. Pull my plonker. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got a great idea for a game show. No! Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Stay there. Right, we're going to do this. Um... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right, Nigel, so you're going to do this, OK? And your first guest is going to be Lauren, all right? Hang on a minute, yeah. hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute, stay there. This is going to be great. This is going to be absolutely great. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Are you feeling any better now, are you? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new gaming experience. The nightly show that will enter your homes and your hearts. As we play Pull My Plonker with Nigel from Maidstone. 
Tonight's contestants include Lauren. Who will go home with the star prize, Nigel's special emissions? Or who will go home with the booby prize, Nigel? As we play... Music's a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, let's just jump forward a bit. As we play... Pull my plonker! With, not yet. Oh. With Nigel from Maidstone. And would you please welcome your host for tonight's Pull My Plonker special. The one. The only. Nigel from Maidstone! Hello. Oh, oh God, God. I regret this already. <laughs> what? What do you want me Hello, to do? Yeah? What do you want me to do? Hello, Lauren. Is that Lauren? Last time I checked, it was, yeah. Yeah, where about you from, Lauren? I'm from Maidstone. From Maidstone? Really? Yep. Yes. Ian wants you to pull my plunker. Ian can want that all he likes. <laughs> I don't know about that, though. We're too far apart, aren't we? Definitely. We Definitely. We're at least a bus apart. Too far. Yeah. You sound a bit like... You sound a bit like uh, Catherine. You know Catherine that works? Hey, thank you. Yeah. So, so what do you do for a living, Lauren? I work in healthcare. Oh, that's nice. That's healthcare. Uh, is it in a hospital? I wouldn't want to say, Nigel, if that's okay. Mm. Oh, so you, you sort of do the rounds? You go around to people's houses to help people? That? Not at the moment, because as of oh. today, I've fractured my ankle, so I'm doing nothing. Oh, so, yeah. So what, what have you run in the show to, to uh, talk about then, Lauren? Well, I ring in every now and then, Nigel. I just thought mm. I'd ring. It's been a really bad day, and Ian and Kathy mm. usually cheer me up. Plus, I'm pretty sure yeah, they're I'll, I'll sing, thinking... I'll sing you a song in a minute, if you want. I'll sing you a song in a minute. You want? Oh, thank you. Oh, I, I, I've, been, I've had a busy week. I, I went down to the TV studio. I've got to go back again. To see one of the producers trying to get on TV. To, is this? To talk is this? For, now listen, the Paul my plonker seems to have come off the rails a little bit here. Oh, you're, yeah. you're supposed to be leading <laughs> the the interview was great at the start. Tell us about yourself. Or you've heard, you heard your, uh, your ankle. What do you do for a living? That was great. But then you're supposed to go into the game. Paul my plonker. What romantic you mean? Romantic. Yeah. I've pulled many a plonker in my life. Sorry, sorry, Nigel. You like Miley Cyrus? Uh, 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 well. um, yeah, I suppose so. Okay, but so you go. You've got to now start the game. You're the game show host, Nigel. Yeah. And you're hosting Pull My Plonker, and Lauren is your first contestant. Yes. So, so, so Lauren, uh, have have you got a boyfriend, Lauren? Oh yes. Would you like a boyfriend? Got I'm willing and able. Oh. <laughs> That's a very nice offer, Nigel. 
Pardon? That's a nice oh, offer, yeah. but I'm taken. Oh, you're taken. Oh, you're spoken for. Yeah. As they say. Oh, that, that. Have you had any children yet? <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to know whether it's yeah. worth hanging on. <laughs> yeah, um, no, yeah, I thought you could yeah, come you, quite... Why are you laughing? It's a normal question. It's just the, the addition of the word yet <laughs> makes it not a normal... Is it Paul my bluff? It's not Paul your bluff, no, it's Paul your plonker. Nigel, I pulled a plonker over a decade ago because my son's 11 on Friday. Happy birthday. Nigel. It's a, bit, it's a bit, Ian's a bit naughty uh, talking about plonkers, isn't he? Uh, but that's well, the name of the game show, Nigel, right? Get into the game now. Well, I don't know what to say. What, what, what do you want me to say, Ian? Make, make a game. Do you want me to serenade the girl? Yeah, there we go. Serenade, serenade the girl. Serenade the girl. Um, <laughs> well, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> say it through the language of music. Two, three, four... And Hello? Two, Five, three, six, four. seven, eight. Fly me to the moon. And? Ian? <laughs> I can't. I haven't got the facilities, Nigel. I don't have, have to do a medical first. I don't I'll have a rocket. A I'll sing you a song in a minute if you want. I thought uh, that was it. No, I was going to do one for Lauren. Go on then. Yeah, it, I'm going to do um, uh, um, a cappella version of uh, I Miss You by oh. Marie Cyrus. Okay. This is really turning into the Nigel show. This, I, I suspect that Paul My Plunker is going to get axed. And it's going to get axed. Nigel's Plunker is going to be axed. <laughs> Rainbow Jules can talk to me then. No, not tonight. You can't. <laughs> uh, go oh, on then. Is it, oh, I want Rainbow George. To enter me for the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> I'm glad you finished song. that sentence. I want Rainbow George to enter me. Here's a secret, I Nigel. Here's a secret, Nigel. Rainbow George has no power over the Eurovision Song Contest choice. Oh, doesn't he? Oh, sorry. No. Sorry, mate. I don't think he oh, knows well, that either. It's just a fault, you know, it cut across my mind. OK. Well, we I can't... could do a Cliff Bridges special, you know. Well, no, not, in the, not in the Eurovision. You have to do a new song. I know. I know. But he did it once, didn't he, Cliff Bridges? <laughs> Uh, it did, it did congratulations, it wasn't it? Thank you very much indeed. Congratulations and celebrations. I want the whole world to come to me. I can be. So pull my plonker. It's quite a stonker. And if you're lucky, you can see what you can see. Hey! All right, guys, thank you very much for that. That's enough of that nonsense. That filth, was almost too romantic. Filth from Lauren uh, uh, and filth from Nigel. 03444991000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. Drive with Dan Wooten on Talk Radio. Join me, Dan Wooten, every Friday afternoon at Drive Time on Talk Radio and kick off your weekend with a heady mix of politics, celebrity gossip and big-name interviews from the worlds of current affairs, music and entertainment, including guests like this, country legend Dolly Parton. My first hit was called Dumb Blonde. Just because I'm blonde, don't think I'm dumb, because this dumb blonde ain't nobody's fool. Chat like this, Spice Girl Emma Bunton is here. Oh, so can't wait to get back into a rehearsal studio and be together and even a bit of this and it's time for the superstar that is pink nope nope I'm still just a dork <laughs> join me Dan Wooten every Friday afternoon on talk radio the late night alternative with that man Ian Lee 
There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. Last 10 minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes in. 0344 499 1000. So we need science to solve the problem of gay. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. One in 12 sheep are gay. Yeah. They're at it. One in 12 sheep are gay and it's giving farmers a headache, says a TV documentary. How are they doing it? The high rate of homosexuality. What is it in humans? Is it one in 10? What's the the, the, what the uh, I'm always slightly these figures are always slightly dubious, but isn't it is it, is it as high as ten percent? No, can't be. Rand, oh, Randy buggers. Ninety seven point four percent of men identified okay. as heterosexual. One point six percent as homosexual. Point nine percent as bisexual. No, I thought it was more than that. Mm. That's more than that. This is the demographics of sexual... Democratic Republic of Korea. Demographics of sexual orientation... Ah, hang on. Where? (laughs) You're supposed to be the journo! I know, I'm checking. Just found a number on Google. It's gone, that's this. I think it's 10%. In a survey around 1,000 Britons using a self-completed questionnaire in 2008, 2% of the total sample identified as bisexual, 4% as homosexual, and 92% as heterosexual. So we're getting, so 4% we're getting there. Uh, But I reckon that was 2008. Now it's it's 11 years later. Um, And because of all the, um, what's it called, ovarine? What's the female chemical? Ovarine? Ovarine? The fe- Is that like the female Wolverine? No, like we have the, we have testosterone. You have ovarine. Oestrogen. That's it. Sorry, I was thinking Very of Easter, close, Easter yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because of all the oestrogen um, that the fish are eating because they're drinking your piss. Excuse my language. Sorry, excuse my language. Not mine. No, it's because of all of the what's in the pill. Yeah, oestrogen. Right. Right, so it's making people gay. And that's even that's a fact, actually. That's a fact. So the number will be higher now. And with Gay Pride... 2016... Gay uh, Pride has made people gay. And of course, as we gay know... Gay lesbian, 1.2%. I'm not interested in lesbians. Here's the thing. As we know, the schools in, in Birmingham, um, that teaching gay makes, it, makes you gay. So this must be like loads of them now. It's got to be 100%. It depends on which, which survey you go for. So 7%. 7%. Round it up. According 10%. to Cantar TNS. Cantar TRS. Um, okay, so round it up to 10%. So I was right. Okay. One in 12 sheep are gay. And it is giving... Well, fu- they do look very similar. You could all, you could mistake, couldn't you? S- excuse me? Wow. No. How can you tell a man sheep from a woman sheep? Jeez. The rate, high rate of homosexuality among rams... Because rams have got horns. Sheep don't have horns. Some sheep do. Homo sheepiality. I'm trying to... Uh, homo... Homo... Um, uh, bromo... Bump, no. Um, anyway, okay. Ramdy. No, 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 no. Um, uh, uh, ramming. Well, that that's comes from the ram. Ramming. Yeah, yeah. So ramming. Mm. Ramming. Like okay. lambing. Ramming. Yeah, well done. Well done. It was better than, what did you say? Ramdy. 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 No, ramming. It's the ramming season. There we go. Ramming season. That is a good one. That is it. And you know it's it. And you can't, your ego won't allow you to accept it. Ramming season is it. Thank you. Go on. The high rate of homosexuality 
during ramming season <laughs> causes problems because they re- refuse to breed with females. Yeah. Dowie Jones. <laughs> Come on, there's a sheep farmer called Dowie Jones. Do the voice. Um, Dowie Jones, head of sheep breeding firm in Ovis, said, from Wheelers, you see ram on ram behaviour going on. Ram on ram. Commercially, it's a big issue for us as a ram breeder because we, ne- we need our rams to cover lots of use. They unfortunately have to go into the food chain. In the Channel 4 documentary, My Gay Dog and Other Animals. My Gay Dog. <laughs> the thing is about rams, don't they, don't they breed them specifically to be super highly sexed? So they'll... Probably do anything. A ram is put in a pen with 30 ewes that are in season. Oh. But it ignores them and instead tries to get to some rams kept in a separate pen. Oh, fair enough. US expert Professor Charles Rosselli says Ramses sexual Ramses. Ramses. R-A-M-S apostrophe. Ramses. Rams. Ramses. No, that would be R-A-M apostrophe. Yes, this is R-A-M-S apostrophe. Ramesses. Ramesses? What? Just say it, just tell me the story for a second. Ramesses' sexuality is altered in the womb if they are not exposed to a high enough level of testosterone. Testosterone! Testosterone! Testosterone, that's like those cans you get that spray out because of the pill. It's what Burt Reynolds uses to call Dolly Parton, is testosterone. He added, our best estimate right now is that 8% of a flock of sheep can be male-orientated. That doesn't even mean anything. Uh, This programme tells how male and female monkeys both have casual same-sex relationships and so do lions and dogs. Professor Volker Sommer, an anthropologist and horny so-and-so, said, in most cases, animals will have sex with members of their own sex and with members of the opposite sex. And this this is his line. It's a wonderful world. It, it really is a wonderful world. Get stuck in there. Dolphins love it and all. Get stuck in there. Oh, 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 I've got and to do this do story. And they do it just for fun. Got to do this story. Go got on. To do this story. This is great. Bonehenge. Oh. Swingers will dress as druids and pagans for an orgy inspired by the summer solstice. Uh, uh, Stonehenge worshippers slammed the sex club free-for-all saying it has nothing to do with their religion. Now, I heard about this. Here's the thing. You're not allowed to come within 150 metres of it. Well, you are. There's 26 people who are allowed to. There's 26 people allowed to come in the centre. Yeah. In the circle. But you might get to about 150 metres from the big one. Organisers said in an online advert, find this advert for Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Never mind firing up the barbecue. Fire up your sex drive. It promised a pagan-style orgy. Oh, sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Pagan fest. Um, To honour the summer solstice and the year's longest day, which means more hours for festivities, fun and filth. (laughs) They're gone. Is that what they're saying? Come in, Paul. They want filthy kinksters. Filthy kinksters. I'm in! To wear... (laughs) To wear pagan dress for the June... Oh, uh, 15th bash upstairs at Blackpool's Club SX. What's whoa, 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 Blackpool? That's not, Blackpool's not near Stonehenge. The long way away. <laughs> <laughs> for £30, couples will also get tarot readings and a buffet thrown in. Oh, it's just, <laughs> just a theme party. Look, finger-licking good. Moonlit musings for mums, madams oh. and meat 
Crackers. Oh, never mind, I must have missed it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.